Hello. Happy Monday. I hope the week is starting brightly for you, whatever the weather, wherever you are. Welcome back, if you've been here before, to What the Fuck Have I Done? Telling the story of the most boring midlife crisis ever as I share the highs and the lows of my career change from globe-trotting artist to human rights lawyer. This episode may be landing slightly later than the as-advertised regular Monday morning because this weekend the operating system on my laptop just stopped working so I had to erase and restore everything on it. While I was doing that I found myself thinking, hmm, there's probably some sort of illuminating metaphor in here that I could use for this week's podcast. Something like how I used this as an opportunity, rather than seeing it as a setback. How I didn't just restore everything to its pre-crash state, but in the process I did some digital tidying up, getting rid of old files and emails and email addresses, so uncluttering my new reality so that I can focus and see and work more clearly without the distraction of my previous life and work that I've now been forced or inspired to leave behind. But that's a bit lame, isn't it? I mean, even though I do actually believe that, you know, that when things go quote-unquote wrong or not as planned or expected, it is better to work with the new reality rather than sit in it sadly and be annoyed or frustrated by it. But it's mostly just what I was thinking while I watched the progress bar for however many hours restoring my laptop. And then, as part of this erase and restore process, I updated the operating system and when I turned my now repaired laptop back on, it had a whole new look and feel and cool new photos it's offering as backgrounds. So maybe that's the metaphor. Something about change being as good as a rest if you change your environment you change your experience no that's even more lame and shudderingly cliched and Stephen Bartlett's probably got all that stuff covered if you need it so mostly it's just a great reminder to back up your stuff people because while sorting that problem out was time consuming and annoying I do regularly back up all my stuff so I didn't actually lose anything so if there's any learning to take it's that If you don't already, back up your stuff. Seriously, back up your stuff. Just do it. If you don't, stop listening to this. Go away. Do it now. I bet Bartlett hasn't got an episode on backing up your stuff. So for those of you who are still here, computers crashing aside, it's been a decent week since we were last together. I mean, if you filter out everything that's actually happening in the world... I got the titles for my formative essays this week. These are like optional 2,000 word practice essays that you can do and get feedback on before the summative essays, which are 5,000 words and are the formal assessment for each module. I did not know how much I would actually be excited to write an essay. Before I started the course, this was one of the things I was most worried about. I always hated writing essays when I was younger because, incredibly arrogantly, I saw them as the boring part of the learning. I'd already done all the interesting reading and understanding, and now I just have to write all that down? Ugh. Now, however, turns out I'm genuinely excited for the opportunity to 
consolidate my learning so far, to clarify my thinking and get some feedback on the technical parts of how I'm expressing that. So yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. And having the opportunity to focus in on a specific element of these massive subjects that I'm learning has also helped me understand the most impactful thing that I've learned this week, which was inspired by a conversation with my eldest child, who's a term ahead of me in their own university course, and super smart and wise in ways that I never was at their age. They'd come home for a couple of nights unexpectedly, which was great. And we were chatting about our courses and I was asking their advice on how do you approach, because he, both my boys, honestly, are brilliant students. How do you approach not only retaining all this information that you're learning, but also your responses to it all? And anyway, it was a really good conversation. It was lovely to see them. And when he'd left and was on his train back to the north of England where he's studying, he sent me a message. You don't have to understand everything about something to be able to make an impact. And he included a link to a description of the Pareto Principle, which all of you are probably already familiar with, and Stephen Bartlett has almost certainly got this one well covered, but I'd never heard of it until the 19-year-old shared it with me. Very simply, it's the 80-20 rule. This is the 19th century Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto's idea that for many events, roughly 80% of the effects come from just 20% of the causes. It's one of those generalised principles rather than a hard and fast mathematical rule that's as useful or equally as counterproductive probably as you choose to make it, I guess. Anyway, Pareto had seen this in his work where he'd noted that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population And he'd then equated it to his life, his garden, where he noted that 80% of the fruit he harvested came from 20% of the plants. It's become widely used, it turns out, who knew? It's become widely used in business as a way of prioritising tasks and workload. I'll put a link to an Asana page that goes into more detail about how to use it as a time management thing in case you're interested. But yeah, I found my boy's translation of that really helpful. You don't have to understand everything about something to be able to make an impact. The other part of that message he sent to me was, always here for you, XX. And that was probably actually the most useful part of that conversation. Us both knowing that we can have that conversation with each other and that we're always here there for each other. And I value that very much. One other thing that happened this week I wanted to share and recommend. I finally got to see the stage version of one of my favourite films, My Neighbour Totoro. I'd actually booked tickets for this as soon as they were released. This was back in summer 2022 for us to go to as a family in January 2023. But January 2023 was when, as you may recall from the first episode, I was very ill and in bed for two weeks, so I couldn't go. They all went, said it was amazing. And this Christmas, my wife bought me a ticket as a present. We went last week, and it was a truly wonderful, deeply imaginative, very moving, honourable version of a great film. The stage version is on for just a few more weeks at the Barbican in London, but I've just checked, and it's totally sold out. There might be returns if you can get them if you're lucky. But if you can't, let's assume you can't, because it's very popular. Go and watch the film if you haven't. 
it and all of Studio Ghibli's incredible work is on Netflix. I hope you have good weeks. Please do send me any thoughts or feedback you have. Links for getting in touch and to that Asana article on the 80-20 rule are in the show notes. Thank you for holding my metaphorical hand as I do this. I continue to really enjoy the company. It's better, isn't it, together? Feels better that together we might be able to work out what the fuck it is that we're all doing. I'll be here next Monday. Hand held out.